0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company.
1: This is Politico Energy. I'm Katherine Morehouse. California passed landmark legislation this month requiring corporations to publicly disclose information about their direct and indirect carbon footprints. And that legislation might help the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission go strong in finalizing its own highly anticipated federal climate disclosure rule. There's a catch, though. It's not yet clear whether the SEC will follow California's lead or go its own way. So today, Politico's Jordan Woolman on California's gift to the SEC and why the agency may not take it. It's Friday, September 29th.
0: So California passed two pieces of legislation that are sort of first in the nation efforts to compel large companies operating in the state to make public their greenhouse gas emissions and also their climate related financial risks or how climate change is impacting their bottom line. These are bills that have never become law in the United States before in terms of the climate information that corporations will be required to disclose. And this will kick in in 2026 once Governor Newsom signs the bills, as he's promised to do. And they also piggyback off of proposed rules at the federal level at the Securities and Exchange Commission. They put out a proposal 18 months ago that would require publicly traded companies to disclose Scopes 1 and 2 emissions, and sometimes their Scope 3 emissions. So California's Bills, soon to become laws, differ from that because they would apply to public and privately traded companies and require full scope three or supply chain emissions. So it sort of is like a landmark moment here in terms of getting companies to, quote unquote, cough up their carbon footprint information. And the idea is to give regulators and investors and members of the public a better look at companies' impacts on the environment and also how climate change is impacting them.
1: And you're reporting that this legislation from California, which Governor Gavin Newsom said he will sign into law, could actually give the SEC cover to finalize its own climate disclosure rule, which is something the agency has been wrestling with for a year and a half. What sort of cover are we talking about? And to what extent could this help the SEC?
0: The SEC has been in a tough situation here with its proposed climate disclosure rule. It's one of the more ambitious and controversial items under SEC chair, Gary Gensler. And really, Scope 3 has been a sticking point, not not the only point of controversy, but Scope 3 is controversial, and the SEC has been under a ton of litigation threats from business groups and Republicans who either want the SEC to totally scrap its rule or at least eliminate the Scope 3 requirement. Critics say that the SEC's attempts here are outside of its mission, like they don't have the authority to do any sort of rulemaking related to the environment at all. They're a financial market watchdog. They shouldn't have their hands in companies' emissions data. But the SEC, of course, makes the case that, well, investors actually want this information and they want it in a standardized way. That's where the SEC could play a role in terms of standardizing the emissions information and and climate information that companies have to disclose. So when it comes to California here, One of the arguments was that this would be a costly rule for businesses to comply with. And now with California stepping up, it reduces the cost of compliance because, as we report, there will be an overlap of 1,500 companies between the California laws and the SEC proposed rule. So if 1,500 companies already have to report this information, their cost of compliance then with the SEC basically is zero. So that really drops the cost of compliance and it helps with the legal risk as well. Overall, you know, our sources sort of talked about how the California soon-to-be laws do the SEC a favor in terms of dropping the cost of compliance for businesses and reducing the legal risk as such. So that's sort of the cover that we're talking about that California could potentially offer to the SEC if it chooses to accept it.
1: So now we're kind of in a place where it's up to the SEC chair, Gary Gensler, to decide whether to follow California's lead or to go its own way. And you talked about this a bit, but what else do we know about the SEC's rulemaking process, why it's taken so long, and kind of what is the agency weighing here? So the
0: SEC was flooded with public comments, and there's sort of been almost like a running joke when Gensler seeks to clarify why the rule is taking so long. He sort of reverts back to, well, we're under a mountain of public comments to sift through. We take that seriously. But, you know, in reality, while that may be true... Given the dynamic on the Supreme Court right now and almost certain legal challenges with any rule that comes out, regardless of whether any form of scope three reporting is required or not, the SEC really needs to be careful here because it doesn't want the whole rule wiped out in a court ruling. And so it's weighing that pressure. It's weighing that litigation threat. It's also, you know, sort of sifting through determining what exactly investors need, what exactly the SEC's role could be in providing investors that information. So, you know, just this week, Gary Gensler was testifying in front of the House Financial Services Committee, and he was threatened with subpoenas if the agency doesn't turn over more relevant documents to the committee about its climate disclosure rule, how it came to be. Those are sort of the political realities that the SEC is juggling right now.
1: Also, Senate Energy and Natural Resources Chair Joe Manchin said that he is preparing legal action against the Biden administration's interpretation of what electric vehicles can qualify for lucrative incentives under the Inflation Reduction Act. That's what the West Virginia Democrat told a committee hearing on Thursday. He said he would wait for the final rulemaking to be released before taking action. For months now, Manchin has repeatedly criticized the administration for its interpretation of the IRA, which offers EV buyers a $7,500 consumer tax credit for vehicles that meet domestic content thresholds for battery components and critical minerals. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Normal Michael is the podcast producer. Kara Tabor and Alex Keeney edited the podcast this week. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. And that's our show. I'm Katherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back on Monday.
0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is working to responsibly meet rising energy demand across their U.S. operations, like at their Gulf of Mexico facilities, which are some of the world's lowest carbon intensity operations, helping supply energy that's affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash meeting demand.